Cam Volleyball team picks up a win last night. Riverside, Atlantic, Nottaway Valley among the area cross-country teams that were in action. Cougars swept Coon Rapids-Bayard 25-20, 25-15, and 25-21. We'll have high school volleyball coming up on 95.7 FM tonight as Atlantic takes on both Glenwood and Clarenda. Glenwood is hosting that. The action starts at 4.30 p.m. Atlantic and Clarenda carry 1-2 and two conference records into the competition while Glenwood is 0-2. Trojan coach Michelle Blake says they're facing two solid teams. Clarenda, we will see in the first game. They're just really solid. Um, they pass the ball really well. They don't make a lot of mistakes. Um, they don't have any hitters that are overpowering, um, but they're going to serve us really aggressive, and they're really, really good passers. So that's something that we're going to have to continue to get out of our comfort zone and really challenge uh, Clarenda to make mistakes. Tom Robinson will be on the play-by-play of that one, 4.20 p.m. on 95.7 FM. First match starts at 4. 30. Riverside cross-country runners on the boys' side earned a team title at Red Oak last night, the third annual Paul Fish Cross-Country Invitational. Bulldogs post a winning total of 31 points. Clarenda was a close runner-up with 35. Clarenda had the individual first and second place finishers with Trayton Schapherter and Kyle Wagner going 1-2. But Riverside ended up putting five runners in the top 11. Mason McCready ran a time of 19.05 to place third. Brody Henderson right behind him in fourth. Eric Duhacek sixth. Dawson Henderson tenth. And Tegan Scheckinger ran 11th. On the girls' side, it was Riverside as the runner-up to Clarenda. Clarenda had a nearly perfect score. They put up 19 points. Win of the race was uh, Cardinals' Mason Hartley. Teammate Raina Hankey was the runner-up. And finishing third for Clarenda was Maya Hunter. For Riverside, a second-place finish led by three runners in the top ten. Bailey Richardson fourth, Lydia Erickson seventh, and Brecken Pierce was ninth. Lady Dogs also ran Becca Cody 13th and Danica Figgenbutts in 16th. Their team total was 49 points. Atlantic boys and girls each finished 4th at Ballard on the boys' side. It was a 127-point total led by Alex Sontag's 12th place run. Bennett Whetstone 23rd, Christian Thompson 25th, 33rd was Tyrell Williams, Mason McFadden came in 34th. Nottaway Valley boys were there. No team scored. Doug Berg, the leader for the Wolverines, he ran 11th in a time of 18.04. On the girls' side, Atlantic had Ava Rush finish third and Claire Pellet fifth as they end up with a 103-point total to place fourth. Outside of the two in the top five, it was Bell Berg 20th, Katrina Williams 37th, Mariah Huffman placed a 38th for the Atlantic girls at Ballard yesterday. New football rankings out from the Associated Press. An eight-player Lennox is eight, West Harrison ninth, and Cam 10th. Fremont Mills and Exira EHK both receiving votes. In Class A, Woodbury Central at number three. Fifth is Mount Air. AHSTW climbs to number seven. One A, top rated is Van Meter at number 10, Kemper Catholic. In two A, Red Oak is tied for 10th this week. In Class 3A, ADM number one and Harlan rated third. Creston is receiving votes. In Class 4A, Lewis Central number one in the Associated Press football rankings that were updated Yesterday will be new team rankings coming out in cross-country today. Look for those online at westerniowatoday.com when available. 
Harlan hosts Glenwood Friday night in a matchup of two and one teams. The Cyclones put together back-to-back wins, including a 42-14 decision over Sergeant Bluff-Luton on Friday. Glenwood comes in on the heels of a 40-6 decision over Abraham Lincoln. Harlan coach Todd Blatt on the Rams. Well, they like to swing it around a little bit, and uh, they get some big linemen in there that they like to run behind. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's going to be a, a slobber knocker in there. It's going to be a, quite a hard-hitting game, I think. Uh, they got some big boys, and uh, they're going to try to put some pressure on our, our offensive linemen. I know that. And, uh, you know, defensively, they're going to try to test us on our, on our gap responsibility. So, um, you know, I think it's going to be a pretty hard-hitting affair. One of the statistics that stood out from Harlan's victory over Sergeant Bluff-Luton last week was defensive end Gunnar Schmitz, who made five tackles for loss among his nine stops. Yeah, he played really, really tough. He was a uh, he was a force to be reckoned with defensively, and and uh, you know he he was doing a lot of good things offensively too. So uh, you know he's, a, he's if I wish he was a couple inches taller, you know, and uh, um, you know I think he does too, but. Uh, he's going to get some looks and, um, you know, he's going to keep playing hard and we'll try to put him in good positions to make plays. Also last week, Tegan Casper Bauer with his 76th career touchdown pass. That ties Joel Osborne's career Harlan record. Stanton Essex picked up a victory over previously unbeaten East Union in Week 3. Next up, the 2-1 and Viking football team faces 0-3 Griswold. Here's Coach Jeff Grebin. They've got a pretty big defensive line. They look big and strong. Uh, they're causing problems for other teams a little bit there. So uh, that's that's definitely a concern for us, and we're going to have to take you know a little harder look at the film and try to figure out how, how best to attack it. Grebin says his players are putting the team first, and a lot of good things are happening as a result. You know, week one, we looked pretty good against the Martinsdale-St. Mary's team. Uh, defensively, uh, we did some things you know, to try to stop a bigger team, just getting bodies in the way, slowing them down, making them grind it out the flanks of the field. And uh, we were able to come away with a win. And then week two, we found out, you know, the same strategy didn't didn't exactly work against Fremont Mills. And, and uh, you know, we take, we licked our wounds and came back this week, um, made a few tweaks. But really, the kids are coming together. They're playing for each other. We'll hear from Griswold coach Chase Wallace on the other side of the matchup coming up later on today. We'll also preview Audubon's game with Xyra EHK. Wheelers and coach Sean Burks trying to get back on track, but they are 1-0 and in the district, even though they're 0-3 in non-district play. More sports on our website, westerniowatoday.com.